Hello, my vibrant beans. This is The Beats, and I'm your host, Kelly Kennedy. And this week, I have recorded a solo podcast to catch you up. Um, I just want to clarify two things before you start the podcast. One is that I didn't really clarify. Um, I went through a long rant, so stick with me. And at the end, there's a little meditation, uh, a silent meditation, but not really silent because I play my Sound of Soul soundtrack for you while I'm sitting in silence with you and while I'm sending out love to each and every one of you. It's about maybe 12 minutes long at the end. So if you want, just get yourself ready for that as you're watching this podcast, put yourself in a position. So at the end, when I kind of like go, okay, love you, here's my sound of soul. I sit back and I just sit in silence. I didn't kind of explain that that's what I was going to do, but I want to sit with each one of you if you're willing and wanting to, so you can listen to that. And if not, you can also use that clip to go to sleep too. A lot of people find it super relaxing to listen to anybody's sound of soul, let alone their own. And Number two is that I am starting a series of small podcasts that will be in addition to our monthly podcast of the Beats. It'll be the Beats exclusive or something. I don't know. We haven't come up with a name yet for it uh, quite yet, but it's with Rasmus and it'll be 20, 30 minute clips um, about every two weeks to just bring you little tidbits about light, frequency, vibration, sound, water heart, all the things that vibrate. Um, so that's going to be really special. And I'm really excited about sharing where I'm at and how to catch and catching you all up so that you will understand the rest of the magic carpet ride. And if you haven't yet, I just uh, put this together. So our podcast, we're up to about, I, I should know the answer to this, 120, 23, I'm going to guess episodes. And what I did the other day was I organized the podcast in a curriculum for me to, and I'm going to ask one of my team members to put that up on perhaps our website um, to explain to you, if you want to know about a certain subject matter, the greatest place to watch it is on this podcast. So the next hundred episodes are more, uh, as you'll hear more about the quantum and not so much a organized curriculum that I had in, in tack for the first hundred or so episodes. So I will now shut up so I can talk more. Thank you all for being a part of my community, our community. Thank you for vibing as you all do and being a part of my vibe and increasing my vibe and my frequency. I truly appreciate each and every one of you, all the teaching and trainings you've allowed me um, to gather throughout the years, as well as I've gathered from you. And we will continue to co-create this world together and vibing together. So share this if you feel inclined, please like and comment because I do read them and I do love them. And uh, thank you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Hello, Vibrant Beans. This is The Beats, and I am your host, Kelly Kennedy. And I want to take you on a little journey of the last three years or so of The Beats. And just, it's a solo podcast today. I know everybody's been waiting for the last podcast. And the reason for that slight delay is that we are taking The Beats into some new directions. Not that The Beats will change. It's just expanding. It's growing. It's evolving. Just like we are ever-changing, ever-evolving beings, our projects, um, as my project of the beats, is ever-evolving and changing. And I really wanted to, I just got inspired to do this, in all honesty. I was getting ready this morning. I changed some plans to make this happen. And I, I just was inspired all of a sudden, as now my life is 100% inspired. And I want to share with you what's new and what's going on. So my first request is that if you listen to this typically on audio, please do go watch this one on video and wait until you are truly able to be present with me. I appreciate each and every one of you. You have followed me. You have listened to me. You have reached out to me to let me know that you're listening. And I appreciate, so, so appreciate and have so much gratitude for you following. And I want to say that 
there's so many things that have changed in the last three years for all of us. And one of the purposes, one of the main purposes and how it really started was Heidi. Heidi had Sullivan, for those of you who don't know this, Heidi Sullivan story. Uh, she, this is her legacy. The Beats is her legacy. It was her wish uh, prior to her passing in January of 20 to have me start a podcast. And I didn't see my value as so many of us don't at the time. And only because I felt I was giving her something, did she actually give me something, of course, when I went to follow her legacy to give her the podcast that she wanted was for me to teach about how the body really works. And I wanted to do that because when COVID hit, I felt like I wasn't on my mission and I got really to understand what Heidi was trying to get me to see was that, um, you know, when, when COVID hit and everybody was looking outside of their body, whether it was from a mask to a vaccine, to staying home away from other humans and, and being quiet was going to help them heal. I realized or, or protect them or, or be some kind of um, shield that was going to allow them to not have to deal with something that was now in our environment and allow them to understand how the body truly works. That if you change the terrain, the environment, the space, the, the, um, the, the spaces around the cells, the terrain, as well as our terrain, our bio terrain, um, the environment of our bio field, as long as we are in an environment that's healthy and regulating, which is the definition of health, then our bodies can compensate because that really is health. Somebody asked me recently, what is the definition of health? And I said, well, it's, I, I ask you the same, you know, I asked her what, what does health mean to you? And she couldn't really answer. And I said, well, what if health was the opportunity for our bodies to adapt properly, to compensate for the external and internal environment, for the things that both on an emotional, on all rather, the emotional, physical, um, mental, and spiritual levels that we were able to properly compensate for all of the things in life and able to still stay in our flow state and be able to stay well, joyful, and able to process. And she was like, well, that's a beautiful definition. And I said, well, that's the definition of regulation. Regulation is the ability to compensate for our environment. And we have an environment inside ourselves, around ourselves, around our bodies, around our organs, around our bodies physically, and then our biofield around us. Everything is a microcosm and of a macrocosm, meaning everything can be broken down to smaller and smaller parts. And kind of like those Russian dolls, if you know, you keep opening in and it's a smaller one, smaller one much of life is that. And, and that is what Rasmus Galp Bergenhausen, the creator of Sound of Soul that I have been honored to be able to assemble here in the United States and is the other aspect of this podcast is the true support behind it, the backbone behind it, the heart, <laughs> the soul, the fabric um, behind it, holding it all together because it's been my heart that has opened through the Sound of Soul that has allowed me the opportunity to see my value and allowed me to know that, know, feel, and think that, and understand my story and know that my journey is here to not just heal my life, but as, as my mission has been, I would argue since the beginning of time to help others find their healing. And I know that the power is within each and every one of you. And that has been the point of the podcast is to teach you how the body really works, that you have the ability to heal. And I know so many of you listening to this or now just being exposed to Kelly Kennedy for the first time are saying, yeah, I know I've heard that before, but what does that really mean? The healings within. And I challenge you if you've said that before, but you don't truly have a sense in your body and know and have felt that healing power within truly as a sense, as a physical sensation, then I have still yet not done my job to get everyone in the world to experience 
the opportunity of healing that lives inside each and every one of us. I am an incredibly diligent, persistent, blessed, honored soul, mind, and body who has truly been following herself as a scientist, as a investigator, and as an intuitive. That is why I call myself a medical intuitive biological investigator. And yeah, I've studied biology at Cornell University. I have studied in Switzerland. I have with Thomas Rao, with Byron Bray, Dr. Byron Bray, Dr. Thomas Rao. I mean, I'm no disrespect. These are truly my friends. I forget sometimes to say doctor in front of their names, Dr. Christine Schaffner. I mean, I could name. Here's the list of the podcasts. <laughs> These people that have been on this podcast are my colleagues, are my friends. I know I have learned how the body really works. I have wanted to get you to understand how the body really works. That has been my journey for the first hundred episodes. The next hundred episodes are how the universe really works. And as part of that project, bringing you Rasmus, the creator of Sound of Soul, who I know, and Ian Kennedy, who I know, in every aspect of my body have been the largest influences in many different ways within that journey to get me to understand and experience what energy and being is. And the podcast from my heart to yours has always meant that the heart, the conductor of the body is the electrical science. You know, the body is electric. We know that we can investigate in many different ways. And Dr. Joe Dispenza and all his work, who has been also monumental in my life and has brought to a scientific lab with um, the University of Southern California in San Diego currently as this is being recorded. And I'm sure in many other labs, um, it will continue to be just like Dr. Uh, um, um, Amoto and Rasmus have found in their lab under the microscope that the water inside of our bodies, which has many phases, as Dr. Gerald Pollack has talked about forever, is that the fourth, the fourth phase of water, I think we are just beginning to understand the universe because the water of which we are 90%, some people, Gina Bria, another great podcast, um, explained to us how hydration and, and what that really means and what the water and how much of life is really water and studying water and studying electricity. And, you know, I've told you so many of you about the book that also, oh, um, you know, uh, the book that changed my world in the last two years, which is um, The Invisible Rainbow. Um, I'm sorry, his, the author is escaping me right now. Al Albert's uh, finds. I believe, I think, I pray that that is the proper name. Um, and these, all of this knowledge is that we are electrical beings and that there is an electrical universe in which we live. We know this, you know, Ben Franklin, whom we named our son after his middle name, taught us through, through, um, the electrical field that's coming from the sky that we can harness it and get light. And we have misunderstood how to perhaps harness proper electricity. We've learned about dirty electricity and EMFs, and we've learned about proper lighting. And we've learned about so many frequencies that light, sound, color are the frequencies of the world. That why do we all get so happy when we see a rainbow? Because we see, I, I don't care who you are, when you see a rainbow, you have to smile. Just like when you see a baby, because you feel this energy from them, this, this unfiltered, all of the colors of the rainbow energy from this joyful being that isn't doing anything, that's just being. And that's Ian's lesson to me all those years ago. I came back to him, you know, I want everybody to just understand the story quickly. I thought that my journey was about pain, that I was in a car accident, that it, well, and there was more to it. 
we forget sometimes why we're on journeys. And so at some point in my journey, I was like, oh yeah, my journey is not just about pain. It's about my dad's having cancer, me not wanting to get cancer. I mean, that's why I wanted to be a doctor. I didn't want to get cancer. So it started then. And then I got kind of wrapped up in the pain and the fact that what took my pain away was energy. And throughout that journey, you know, I went to Ian's office after three years, I lived on Vicodin, Flexerol, for three years living in pain. I thought my whole life was going to be in pain at the age of 20 from a car accident. That's what I was told. That's what I was heard from all the 12 specialists in the three states that I went to. All the body workers that I went to said different things. Hmm. There was a split. There was a, I'm getting different information. But where the information really came from was right in here, my heart. Because when I sat in these doctor's offices, when I watched my father die in that hospital, when I was uh, 20 years old, the year after the car accident, within 11 months, after a couple strokes, my dad was 55. He had Hodgkin's disease. He had had cancer seven times in his life. I watched him go through chemo and radiation. And I didn't want that, honestly, for my life. So I thought, hmm, if I become a doctor, perhaps I'll figure out how to not do that. Then I was in this horrible car accident. While I was in the car accident, then my dad, right after that, started to have strokes, died. Now here I am 20, going, hmm, I'm on six medications from the car accident, the Vicodin and Flexerol. Prior to that, I was on acne medication, tetracycline. I was on Ovonovum, wow, I can't, Orthonovum, I think it was called the birth control pill for my acne as well. I was on um, asthma medication and Actifed for my as for my allergies, uh, you know, asthma inhaler. <clears throat> so I was on a lot of medication at 20. I was athletic. I was a rower at Cornell. I thought I understood how the body worked because I worked out all the time. I ate vegetarian at the time, mostly because I didn't, well, not mostly because I didn't like meat. Um, there was all sorts of what looked like healthy behaviors, but I was really quite sick. And when I got in the car accident, I had to chase the pain and the pain led me to this man, Ian, who's now my husband, who I share my dream life with and who we have a wonderful, beautiful child who has opened my heart more than anything prior to Son of Soul. And I say Son of Soul opened my heart, but let's be honest, Silas opened my heart. But everyone needs an opportunity to open their heart. And we don't have to wait until we have children to do that. We should walk around the life with an open heart and an open soul. And just as our eyes are open, just as our ears are open, just as we can taste, we want all of our senses to be open. And our heart is our sensory organ. And it is the largest sensory organ. And it is from my heart to yours that I want you to understand feel and know what really heals you is inside you. And my journey began and begins and continues to be to not only follow my heart, but to teach you how to follow yours and how to figure out how to follow your heart, how to feel and sense that heart. Because I didn't know it then, but I know it now. And I understand the, my story better as I even explain it to you now that then my heart was open because I knew in my heart that everything those doctors were telling me as they took the MRIs, as they wrote me the scripts from the pain specialist to the neurologist, to the orthopedic specialist, to the support groups, to the blah, 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 to the hypnotherapist, to the pains, you know, all the things, all the docs, all the different opinions to basically tell me, manage your pain. And I was like, I don't want to manage my pain. It's just my physical body. You can't fix my physical body. This wasn't cancer. I, I was still, honestly, I was off track from the cancer for a while because I wasn't concerned about my dad's cancer right now. He was dead. I was living in pain and I was more concerned about that selfishly. And when I found the answer and it was Ian, who's now my husband, it wasn't Ian. Well, it was because Ian, if you spell it I-O-N means energy, which is the ongoing joke in my life. I married a man whose name is Ian, I-A-N, uh, but he's Scottish heritage. So they pronounce it that different way. Just also my ongoing joke, because when I walked into his office after I had two sessions with him, the first session was more about uh, a, mo a monetary material 
experience, which got such a result for me that I decided to come back and see if he could help me with pain. And he acted like it was no big deal. We had a 15, 20 minute session. I came back a week later and said, how the hell did you do what you just did? Now, I did not have this personality then that I had now, or I did not have the personality then, right, that I have now. <laughs> not even close. I was a little church mouse. And so I walked in his office, honestly, pretty meek. He's just, you know, those of you who have lived in pain, I had been desperate for three years. I had gone to every sort of therapist you could go to for three years. I did not care what they had. At one point, as the story is true, I was walking around Cornell campus eating frozen peas and raisins because I had a hypnotherapist at one point try to convince me. They thought that I was under hypnosis, which honestly I wasn't, but I heard him say, eat peas and raisins peas, frozen peas and raisins, and then your pain will go away. So I thought I would try it. Guess what? It didn't work. So point being, I was desperate and willing to try anything, right? That's the point. And when I met Ian and he did this work, I was naive enough, young enough, inexperienced enough, perhaps to not have any judgment about what he was doing. And when he did this energetic release on my body and honest to God, hand to God, my pain went away. I went back to his office in a day, in a week rather, and said, how did you do that? I don't understand. How did that happen? Because it was literally gone. It wasn't like dulled. It wasn't like, it was like, I can't find it. Where did it go? <laughs> and I'm starting to move my body going like, truly, where, where did it go? I don't understand. I have two compressed vertebrae in my spine that have been in so much pain for three years. I've been taking Vicodin and Flexerol. I can't sleep on a, in a bed. I'm sleeping on a chair. I am barely, you know, I'm, I'm not happy. I was not happy. <laughs> and he was like, oh, energy. Totally satisfied with that answer. And I was like, huh? What do you mean? I have a degree from Cornell University at the time in my mind. I, I didn't say that to him. In my mind, I was like, what the hell is he talking about? What the hell is energy? I think I probably said exactly what you think I all said, which was, what the fuck's energy? And he goes, because I might have been a church mouse, but I always talk like a truck driver. And he goes, uh, you know, cool, huh? Like, I think he even probably hit me, but maybe not. And I was like, what? How do I keep this? How, how do I... At this point, I'm so confused by this guy who's so satisfied with this answer. And at the time it was, and it was $90 to see him for 15 minutes, which is more expensive than he is right now. And I was like, I don't want to waste time. I only had 15 minutes. So I was like, okay, well, how do I keep it? How do I keep this energy? Whatever you did, how do I keep it? And he goes, B. You guys, I am not exaggerating. That was the conversation. And if you know, I'm, he's not a wordy man. And I am a wordy person. Now, I was not then. I was too church mousy. I hadn't opened this chakra yet. This voice chakra, this throat chakra. Uh, it's open now. And uh, he was so satisfied. And I kind of walked out of his office dazed and confused. But I knew one thing. I wasn't going to leave that guy aside until I figured out what the heck he was talking about. Because that's what I do, honestly. I find people that know things that I don't. And I hang out with them until I know what they know. <laughs> because... In the way that I met Ian was um, through one of my other mentors that I was exposed to right part of that, which was the first thing that made any kind of shift in the pain, which was I took some Chinese herbs from a company. It was a network marketing company. And those Chinese herbs were the first thing that took the throb of the pain away. The sharpness, the ache was there, but the throb had stopped. And in hindsight, it was nutrition for my structure and my bones. It was literal food. Chinese herbs and food in capsules that I was taking copious amounts of that were satisfying my nutrition of my body because I was a very sick vegetarian. I was a vegetarian that ate pizza bagels and, uh, you know, ice cream and whatever else crappy food I ate as growing up in uneducated about nutrition and in farmlands of upstate New York and an agricultural science major at Cornell University with a dairy bar across the street. You're taught a lot about dairy and nutrition uh, from a different perspective than I know now from Germany, from Europe, from uh, regulation science, from understanding the spaces between the cells and the environment and the terrain medicine of which I have studied for the last 26 years. 
And that is what I have brought you on the podcast. And what I now want to bring you on the podcast is a bunch of stuff I don't know as much about that I'm learning, that I'm in the midst of learning and feel like I've been learning for 26 years as well, which is all about energy because really in the terrain is the energy. It's the field of energy. And let me tell you, you want to talk about a deep rabbit hole. This is the deepest rabbit hole there is. It is the quantum. It is the space of space of space, as Dr. Dispenza calls it. It is the everything and the nothing. It is the yin and the yang. It is the why we need to, as an organism on this planet that is between the heaven and the earth, is the human. The human experience is the heaven on earth experience. And I want to engage each and every one of you to the heaven that is inside all of you that is the healing, that is that energy, that is that ability for our bodies to heal. Now, let's talk about how to access it and the work that I have been involved with for these 26 years of understanding the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual body and how they interact. And that any practitioner that says, oh, I just work in the mind, body, and soul. And you got to come to me because I work in the mind, body, and I'm a mind, body practitioner. I, I would gauge that what we all need to understand is that every single person works in the mind, body, spirit, and soul. It's a matter of, are you conscious or not? And so what we hear at the beats are our vibrant conscious beings. And so I welcome you vibrant beings to the conscious, to the consciousness of your body. And if you have not accessed her, him, they, we, she, whatever, if you have not accessed inside to expose yourself to this joy, to this love, to this heart, to this true love that's inside each one of us, and that that's what heals, that it's not the fear, that the fear is the mammal, the fear is the, the nervous system. It is designed to keep the organism that is separate from the whole now, that is individualized, having its own individualized experience. It is designed by a great conscious designer to keep us safe and to protect us by using all of our senses, our eyes, our ears, our nose, our mouth, our touch, our sensing heart. And that's what heart rate variability assesses and tests is how well our full organism, our autonomic nervous system, our heart rate variability, our ability for our heart rate to change variability in a variant way to allow us to properly compensate, to properly adapt to all of the surroundings around us, to all of the vibrations around us, whether that is color, that is light, that is sound, that is the thoughts, which is the most important vibration because it is the one we are exposed to the most, to the vibration of the, the light that is fake, maybe that you're sitting under, or did you choose a full spectrum light or a low emitting, um, low pulsating LED light, which can all be tested. There are sensing devices that can test our lights, that can test the EMFs, that can test the frequency of our bodies, because all of life is frequency and vibration. And the beats, ha ha ha, the heart beats, the vibration, if you look at the symbol of what the beats is about, is all about that, that the beats is the heartbeat, the variability of our heartbeat and the spaces between the heartbeat is our breath. And that controls our frequency. And that is the answer. And you need nothing else from me. This is the answer for the universe. And I have been looking for the answer for the universe. I think we all have. And the answer is right inside all of us and outside all of us. And it's the access to, to that and to this and to them in communication. And how do they get there? Now that leads me to the physical body work, the flow. What is flow? Fascia, lymph, optimize your wellness. Your fascia 
As you know, I did that summit last year with, with Siobhan, which was fabulous. If you didn't get it, go get it and own it and learn about your fascia because I'm just beginning. I still listen to it. Why are you? <laughs> the fascia is so, I mean, every one of those speakers I have to keep listening to. And this is what the podcast is going to evolve into is more of that because we've only begun to unwind to understand the fascia, the quan and the water, the frequency, the vibration and how we actually heal the med beds that everybody wants, all the frequency and the light and all the wonderful tools that we have access to. We now can take our ancient wisdom and marry it, intertwine it, integrate it with modern technology and allow us to open up our flow to get our chakras aligned, to get our meridians aligned. This is not about religion. This is not about science. It is about how life really works. Because when you study either one of those, you end up back at the other. And Gil Headley said it best on that Fascia Summit. He is a divinity expert. He has a PhD in divinity from the University of Chicago. And when he wanted to study how divinity played into the human body, he decided to take body work and he started looking at fascia and understanding that when he studied fascia and when he when he studied divinity, he found that they were the same thing. Bruce Lipton, cell biologist, Dr. Bruce Lipton, brilliant, one of my greatest mentors. I look forward to interviewing him soon right here on the beats to teach us that when he went to study cells, what did he end up dipping his toe into and going, uh, uh, I don't want to study spirituality. I want to look at cells. Wait, what's signaling the cells? Ah, it's the environment around the cells. And when you study the human body as I have, because I am an anatomy and physiology geek for anybody that knows me and looking at live blood, looking at the dark field analysis, looking at the blood under a microscope and seeing the cells, the white blood cells, the red blood cells, and the space in which they live. I was like a kid in the candy store, knowing that this energy I and talked about when I started to study it with some of my other mentors in Switzerland and Europe and Dr. James O'Dell, who now runs Bioregulatory Medicine Institute, BRMI.online, the library for all of this information to bring it to you in a non-commercial, empirical, completely data-based, non-censored, beautiful library. Please go support BRMI, brmi.online. Support them with being involved. Support them with your finances. Support them with sharing their information. Support the work of understanding how your body really works and give this and share this access to everyone. This is not costing you anything. This is why the truth is now. We have access to the technology to bring you the ancient wisdom. That's why it's so beautiful about this internet. That's what's so beautiful about technology. It's why I've had to learn to love my relationship with computers and technology because it's my way to access each and every one of you. Whether you can come to this office in Pennsylvania and be a part of our community and vibe with us physically, or you can vibe with us here, Please join the vibe, join the community of vibrant beings that want to get out of the human race because that race was beautiful when we needed it. That mammal, that, that sympathetic nervous system that keeps us safe and still today to not make stupid decisions and jump off bridges without proper repelling uh, equipment and double checking and all the things that makes us safe when we can do and and be wonderful human beings and experience all of life as we jump out of airplanes or fly airplanes, for goodness sakes. Or could we fly some cars soon, please? Tired of this traffic situation. Come on, we know, we know better than this. Let's go. Back to point. The mammals to keep us safe. But we now are fortunate that the majority of us live in a modern Western world. And if we don't, then this needs to reach them too. This needs, this message needs to allow us the time so that no human being needs to suffer because we know better now and we are consciously connected to each and every being, to every single thing on the planet and to honor each and every one of these beings, whether they are giving their life to feed us or they are giving their life to fight for us. And please, can we stop the war? That's ridiculous. Come on. We're conscious human beings. Let's rise to the occasion. 
let's ascend from the, the burden of the physical body. Perhaps that was the lesson that the cross was the, the burden of the physical body, that when we let go of knowing that we're not just the physical body, when we can open our hands, when we can spread our wings and share our sacred heart and lean forward with our sacred heart, with our intuition, we can then trust in all of life, trust in the universe, trust in the flow of life because we don't have blockades and filters. We have consciousness to understand why something might be happening, why we're responding in a certain way. Oh, I was hurt before and now I'm responding the same way because I'm conscious that that happened and now I can make a different choice. I am not just subject to this to this environment of this record player, which is my emotional record that my body is trying to protect me and make me not feel pain anymore because that is the survival mechanism. But I can rise above that and go, it's okay to feel pain a little bit. Sometimes it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. If I'm growing, it's okay. If I'm expanding because I'm an ever evolving, ever expanding human being. And how do I ever expand and ever grow? I feel more. And so I have been told my whole life, and I, it, when I was a young child and no, nothing against my family, I love my family. They, they're, they're the best. The Coens are great. They love each other so much. It's crazy. They taught me how much love can heal. <laughs> we pray for each other. We watch each other heal. They prayed for my dad for years. I swear. And my mother knows it's to be true. That's why my dad lived for all the years. I mean, come on. The man was a medical miracle. There's no reason he lived through all that chemo and radiation. Knowing what I know now with all the scars that he had, the dental fillings he had. My dad was full of silver fillings, scars all over his body. The fact that he lived 55 years old and lived through all those cancers and chemos and radiations in the 70s and the 80s. Give me a break. In the 60s, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Compared to what we know now about how to heal the human body with Dr. Weber and Michael Weber from Germany and the, and the Weber light miracle of how to work with the body to get light where there is darkness. You know, one of the greatest quotes that I have been holding on to so much lately is Rumi from the ancient wisdom wizard, uh, Rumi to teach us that where the wound is, is where the light enters. And I know that I am a lot. I am full mind, body, and spirit. I am turned on, tapped in, and tuned in. Another great mentor. I have listened and read and learned and be and experienced because I want to bring this to each and every one of you. How the body works, how the universe works is energy and being. Being fully on and fully connected to the source of which we come from, which is our heart, the conductor, the ability to regulate and compensate for all of life around us and to be able to control our minds, to think the thoughts that we want, knowing that we are creative beings, that when we think a thought, it can, and the more we think it and the faster we think it and the more emotion we put behind it, Ein's amazing tear formula, that our thoughts plus our emotions, when we multiply that by our actions, it gives us our results to teach us that our, just like Think and Grow Rich did, another great mentor, how, what we thoughts are things and what we think about comes true and the energy we put behind it, the emotion we put behind it. So if we have a lot of fear and we think about something a lot, we get more of it. We have a lot of joy and we think about it, and we have a lot of emotion about them, the joy that we're going to have around it, then we're going to get more of it. That is what Abraham Hicks's big teachings are. And the Bible's teachings, the word, because those thoughts become our words. And I am, I am energy. I'm trying to get you all to feel, think, and know that just like in my story, I knew in my heart that what the doctors were telling me, what I was hearing, the MRIs, the CAT scans, the x-rays that were showing me compressed vertebrae and scars on my head and lacerated spleen from a car accident, and that my lungs weren't full capacity, which is why I had asthma, and I had ovarian cysts that were bursting and all the things that were happening that were wrong, 
I knew in my body somehow, some way that I could fix this because it wasn't cancer. It was physical. Come on. Maybe not the acne and the asthma. I didn't understand that yet. But when I started to understand that you have to open up the fascia, which is the antenna to the universe, that is the frequency fabric, that the lymph with inside it is the water, the plasma, the fourth phase, the, the, the liquidy substance that changes form as do we, because we are constantly evolving, ever changing, ever growing beings that are compensating for our life. And the more appropriately we compensate for that, the more we optimize that compensation, the more well we are. That wellness is a decision by the things we do, the things we say, the things we ingest that we hear, that we expose ourselves to, and that all the senses, that we are a sensing being, and that yes, there is a sixth sense, that our pineal gland and our heart, I would say there's eight senses, that we're an infinity, we're a torrid of magnetic field, of many senses that we have yet to discover, I'm sure, and many abilities yet to discover, I am sure. Of that, I am sure, of of the fact that we can rise above the mammal, that the mammal has its use. And I'm not saying that it doesn't. And I would call that more of our right-sided, our, our, our physical, our what has been termed as masculine side. And our feminine side is our feeler, our intuitive, our ability to just know. And that our thinker and our knower, but we also have our gut, which feels the universe. So we get a lot of information from our gut, which is also feeding the heart and the mind. And it's all working together, this bi-directional, tri-directional field of information that's the whole organism is compensating or it's lacking compensation. It's regenerating or it's degenerating. It's moving forward or it's moving backwards. We do not stay still. And so that's how the universe really works. And so I have the beats, which will remain interviews with individuals that I meet, individuals that I love, individuals I've known for years and people that I'm getting to know because I want to know more about quantum physics. I want to know more about the field. I want to know about water and electricity and light because I know that what we need are minerals to run our electricity. We need water to hold on to the information. And the more structured our water is, the more ability we have for us to hold that information. And the more beautiful our structure is, is based upon the vibrations we feed it, based upon Emoto's work, based upon Rasmus's work. And Rasmus's work and Ian's work have led me right back to where I started, which was, I know in my heart that what the doctors are telling me isn't what my physical body knows to be true. I know I can heal this. I know something and I knew I wasn't going to be determined to not be able to be as physical as I want to be in my life to sit in a chair and manage pain. I knew that wasn't going to be my life and it wasn't going to be illness either. I knew it. And I am here to help you find the access to the right practitioner, the right training if you're a practitioner to help you either help others lighten up and enlighten or to help you find your own enlightenment with the right practitioner and the right techniques and the right home care to help you facilitate your own flow. Because when you open up your fascia and you open up your lymphatics and you get your ability of your body to drain out what no longer serves you in the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual way and allow your fascia, the fabric of the body to tune in to the environment around it and receive the information uninterrupted and allow that to come into the lymphatics and allow the body to compensate properly because all the communication of the sympathetic and the parasympathetic of the autonomic nervous system, which starts the communication that allows the central and the peripheral to then take the information out to all the organs of the body and allow us to express out all that we need to get out of the body, whether that is sweating out, breathing out. We breathe out more toxins. We breathe out more toxins than we pee, poop, or sweat, or I would contend bleed out because I, and as well, ex, um, ejaculate out. Any kind of excretion from the body is the ability to detoxify. And a breath 
as we know from the science of yoga, Sadhguru, we must mention as well, another mentor, that if we pay attention to the exhale, the inhale will take care of itself. And so I leave you today on this solo podcast from my heart to yours, that the breath is the space between the heartbeats. And I never understood it so succinctly as I did when Rasmus started to say to me, what, when I said, how do you do sound? How do I do the sound of soul? You've hooked me up. How do I do it? And he goes, eh, just sit back and try to find the space between the notes. And I was like, huh? Okay. And I sat back and I had an experience where I felt like the sacred heart was popping out of my heart. And I, it took about, I don't know, he says about 20 minutes. It felt like no time and no space existed. And I felt the whole world and the joy of love and the connection to all of life. And my husband, Ian, says the other day, I was talking to Silas and you know music. I was explaining music to him and what music is, is really just the space between the notes. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, really, if you just understand that music is, you know, if you just play a note, uh, it's noise. But if you take the note and you, you change it, you know, you take your finger off the note, I'm thinking about a piano, and you take the note and put it again, then that's music. And I was like, you know, Rasmus said that to me years ago, and I didn't really understand it till just this very moment, because when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So I know that many of you only got about seven to 10% of this. Some of you have heard this 10 times and you've gotten all of it. And some of you are ready to open up a new rabbit hole and everywhere in the middle. And I pray from my heart to yours that whether you are brand new to this information or this is old hat and you're just ready to go, I welcome you to the vibrant community of the beats of True Wellness Global. I welcome you to join the movement of the vibe and get into your flow state. And whether you are just uh, beginning that journey, then start manually pumping and breathing. And if this is old for you and you're a practitioner and you're like, I want in, then give the office call and let's talk about your immersion journey to help you experience what you have been craving, what we all have been craving, which is a facilitated, sometimes needed experience to allow us to open our hearts with hands, with equipment, not with farm, with any kind of plant medicine, truly with technology and breath to allow you access to the door to open the door, to walk through it, and to allow all of you to integrate your inner child, your adult self, your heart opening, your pineal opening, all your chakras aligning, your wings growing, your dream center opening, your eyes opening, your ears opening, being able to taste, smell, experience all aspects of life. Because being a human being is awesome. And, and it is being super and natural and being naturally super and supernatural and all the things. And when we can throw love at it instead of fear, watch what happens. Watch what happens when you have curiosity over judgment. And when watch what happens when you pause instead of react and allow versus force. Watch the magic, feel the magic and know that it is all magic. And that's the true lesson of the beats is that the beats are magic. And so I invite you now to breathe with me. As I set the attention and focus for each and every one of you to really feel this today, to listen to this as many times as you need to, to truly get it, that you know something today resonated with you, that you felt the truth more than you've ever felt the truth and that you know the truth and you want to be with a community of truth seekers. You want to be with the community that feels right. And so you're going to remain here present with us and you're going to share this space with yourself. You're going to be present with yourself frequently and often as you take a breath in and you feel 
think and know that every cell in your body and all the spaces around your cells and right down to the endothelial glycocalyx where the fascia and the cells interact and out to the universal stars and the moon and the sun and the water all around us and all the terra below us, all the earth below us, that we are all connected, that we are all one, that we all come from one and we all go back to one, that we all just need to surrender to the love in our hearts and allow us to trust again that being connected is the healing, that being connected to each other is the healing, that it's never outside of us, that it's within us, it's all around us, and that by connecting to others is the true wellness. I truly love all you beings. Welcome to the vibe movement. This is my sound of soul.
That was a recording, if you're still here, from uh, quite a few years ago, actually. I listen to it quite often. That's Silas's favorite song of soul of mine. So, oh, parasympathetic. Enjoy. If nothing else, you can listen to this, and hopefully it helps you fall asleep and know that my heart is with you.
I love you all beans, my vibrant beans.